episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Stretchy Givenisi, and today we're talking about how to increase your website's page speed. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. What's up, man? How's business? What's up? How's business? Good. We're in the home stretch. Yes, we are, my friend. October. Yes, we I are. Can, I can see the light. Can you? Yeah. You don't have I to edit this shit. It. <laughs> hashtag not my problem hashtag just yeah it's fine uh, oh my god so you have to talk to me for an hour and then listen to me again for an hour yeah I, that sounds that sounds terrible yeah i do you and laura should start a club <laughs> like fuck you, fuck you andrew club <laughs> that's right people have to listen to andrew too much yeah. club uh, <laughs> uh yeah we are on the home stretch it is uh we're trying to do four episodes today, and if mm-hmm. we can, we have four more episodes to record, and then we're done with the recording side of things. I still have to edit, of course, and then we're going to do an episode recapping the whole marketing burst, the numbers, the deets, the whole thing. Um, and other than that, that's kind of like what I'm focused on for the next week, at least. Mm. This weekend, I'm not. I'm going to a beer fest, so I will not be doing shit. Ooh. Yeah. So I feel like I go to a beer fest every other week. I literally feel like you tell me you're going to a beer fest every week. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know about every other week. Yes, yeah, I, I go to a lot of them. Uh, anyway, let's talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor, Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Um, let's talk about websites because we both own them. We both love them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We just start every episode like this. (laughs) Let's talk about money. We love it. Speaking of the internet. Yeah. So, uh, we're talking about page speed today. I know, uh, this is a large part of SEO, which is, uh, you know, HREF. As of like the last year. You think? No, it's been longer than that, right? I mean, I think it mattered, but then Google gave like a six-month notice mm-hmm. that they were literally changing the algorithm to wait for speed. Yeah. And it's now about like, it's probably six to seven months afterwards, and I think it's like really playing out. Yeah, and if you want to, if you want to have a website for the long term, you got to just play by the rules. And honestly, if you think about it, the faster your website is, like the better it is for everybody, even yourself. Yeah. Like you visit your own website super fast. 
And as per Google, the average internet connection that will visit your site is a 3G speed connection. Okay. So, like, you may be at home on your fast what cable internet. Yeah. Uh, that's, what not, that's not what your visitors are seeing. Yeah. Speed's going to win. It just is. Yeah. Right? So Slow is uh, going to bounce. Yeah. So we created a list of uh, ways to increase your page speed. And I want to preface this by saying, uh, you know, Andrew and I practice all of these. A lot of it, some of it's code based. So if you're not a coder. We're going to weave hire, in and out of yeah. technical things. And not only will this make your shit blazing fast, you will probably save it in cases like Matt thousands of dollars a year. Yeah, oh, that's true. And you will save uh, or you will you will see a increase in your SEO game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you'll outrank competitors doing these things. And the only thing that we could actually promise if you do this is that will it, it will improve your sex life. There you go. 100% guaranteed. You heard it here first on Money Life. <laughs> Not to overpromise. Your anything. genitals, male or female, <laughs> will just get bigger. <laughs> Did you say, and your email? <laughs> and your emails. Male or female. The emails you send, the emails you receive will all be bigger. They'll all be longer. bigger. Across the board. I don't know if you want that or not, but they will be. <laughs> but it will happen. But it will happen. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay. So the first thing, let's talk about like measuring. Because like, is your website fast? Mm. I don't know. My, Mine is yes. Oh, yeah. GTmetrics.com is the tool that you and I use to measure page speed. And why do you choose that over like Pingdom or some other? So I, I'd use Pingdom. Um there, there are two really killer features with G. First of all, GT Metrics is free. Yeah. So, like, don't pay for it. I don't pay for it. You don't pay for it. Yeah. I'm sorry, GT Metrics, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Great tool. They show you Google Page Speed, Yahoo Page Speed. Um, but the big difference between Pingdom and GT Metrics, and, and the thing that really helped me, like, uncover why my site was slow is they, they give you this, what they call a waterfall graph. Yeah. And it's. Basically, like, um, if you imagine from left to right is, like, the time in seconds it takes your page to load. Yep. And from top down, they're, like, bar graphs of, you know, each bar is the length of time it took to load, and it's the order of load. So you could literally see what is taking the longest, because they have the longest bars, and what is potentially blocking other things on your site from loading. Like, your site may be blazingly fast, but one thing is blocking everything and just kind of ruining it. Yeah. So it helps you. So that's why you chose that. Oh, and also, if if you create an account on it, which is free, yep. um, you could track over time Your the improvements you've made. Mm-hmm. So, like, I tested on like two or three pages umpteenth billion times, and to just kind of see the improvements. Yeah, that's nice. I guess. Yeah, uh, and and the difference between GT Metrics and like using Google's like Page Speed Insights. Like, mm-hmm. what's the difference? So, uh, GT Metrics will enumerate everything. It'll go into detail. But there's like a link to a help piece, at least to begin to explain um, what the issue is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think you can like iterate on it faster. Okay. Yeah. It shows you like lines. You could see when it displays for the user when the whole page. It's like super technical and detailed. Yeah. Where the Google one is more just like, hey, your site's slow. Fix it. Yeah. And it, but it tells you what to fix. They all exactly. do. I mean, they all yeah. tell you exactly what to fix. But 
or, or what the issue is, and then it's on you to. Yeah. Okay. That we use GT metrics because I, I I didn't like Google PageSpeed Tester Insights or whatever because I feel like it's too g- generic. Yeah. It's like, uh, and then I feel like it doesn't update fast enough. I needed more information. Yeah. And yeah. You know, to make actual changes. Um. Now, as far as like the biggest bang for your speed buck, right? Mm. To increase your page speed the most. Do you think Cloudflare is that? Oh, for sure. Okay. This is something that took me a long time to get on because it's really hard for me to understand technically what it what it does. Would you like me to explain? I kinda, well, I, now I know, but yeah, I mean, for this, for like, look, um, Swimmy Diversity, I pay $20 a month to have Cloudflare. I pay 20 And most sites won't have to pay anything. Right. I, have tw- I pay $20 a month for Money Lab, but I don't pay for Brew Cabin. Mm. And the reason for that is um, you can set up specific rules. Well, let, let's explain okay, yeah, 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 and yeah, how it right. works, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it'll. I think it'll become a okay. okay. So <clears throat> Cloudflare is a CDN. It's a content delivery network. Okay. And so I think the best example is if you think of iTunes. So imagine iTunes had a data – or Apple had a data center for iTunes. It was in New Jersey. And you, Matt, live in Colorado, and you wanted to download the same song I did. Uh-huh. It has to go very short distance. It has to go a very short distance to get to me. Yep. So it'll be faster. It has to go a very long distance to you, or a longer distance, so it'll be slower. And if someone in Japan wanted to download that song, Forget it would be it. even slower. Because yep. that's to like literally traverse the globe, go underwater cables and shit. Right. A million routers. Yep. <clears throat> so a content delivery network in its purest definition is taking specific pieces of content and putting it in the closest proximity possible to the person who is requesting it. Okay. So Cloudflare does that. How does it know that like you, I want to download the same song that you want to download? So Cloudflare has a ton of data centers. Okay. And uh, Cloudflare is also DNS resolution. So when they hit moneylab.co, Cloudflare is resolving that. Okay. They know that your IP address is in Colorado, and then they will direct you to the closest Cloudflare data center. That has your website on it. Right. And so then the second piece of it, the, the, the content delivery network piece, is that they have your content on their servers. Mm-hmm. So Cloudflare, you could use it as a DNS, like you would use... GoDaddy. Right, or whatever. Um, but there's a little button you'll click and it's either an arrow going around a cloud or an arrow going through a cloud. And we click the arrow going through a cloud, which are telling Cloudflare is you want to use their CDN network. Mm-hmm. And so they have to literally take your stuff from your server and save it on their server and spread it to all their data centers okay. so that whoever is visiting it. So essentially your website is being served not from your host, but from Cloudflare. Got it. And is it just a snapshot of your website or it's literally like the code and like, what are they taking? So, um, like what are they storing, can, I guess? So you can configure how much you want it to do and it could just only cache your images. It could only do your style sheets or it could literally do everything, including your HTML. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's that they will literally, what happens is the first person who loads that page will be the one who essentially is loading it into Cloudflare. What do you think their incentive is for because because you can you can set this up for free? Yes. What's their incentive for that? So it, it actually doesn't cost them anything. It costs them almost nothing. Why? 
because of the way the internet works, uh, a lot of these like large providers, um, like so, say you have a ton of pipes for the internet, you know, and you have all the pipes in New Jersey, yeah, you know, you or you know, basically what happens is there are peering relationships. Is these big companies say, I'll take a terabyte of your traffic to get to my people if you take a terabyte of my traffic, yeah, and so what they're basically doing is just passing traffic around and making trades, and so. It doesn't really cost them anything because, yeah, it's free. Okay. So so you can set this up for free, but you and I pay per month because we need certain rules. So, like, uh, you know, we can aggressively – it allows us to aggressively cache our websites. So, basically – Or not cache certain pages. Or not, like, for yeah. example, your, your checkout page, right. your cart. People wouldn't be able to buy it if the first person who visited it you know, yeah. didn't have any items in it, then everyone would see a page with no items. Right. Because so some pages can't be cached. Right. So so Cloudflare is taking like basically like snapshots of whoever's the first person to visit your page. That's the snapshot they take and store in their mm-hmm. across all their data centers. And right. And that's great for like content, because like you 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 know you write something once, you don't update it, it's fine. Uh, and so it, it, it makes that web page faster for everybody. But certain pages, like checkout pages and and like just backend pages and dashboards or whatever you need, just can't be cached that aggressively. And so you need to be able to exclude those from their caching, and you pay for those rules. And look, regard besides the fact that Cloudflare is going to be faster than your host, yeah. your web host, like certainly, when you visit your WordPress page, like a page on your site, it's PHP, yep. and some code needs to run. There are queries to a database that needs to get some data, and then it needs to like render an HTML page, mm-hmm. and that slows it all down. But Cloudflare is taking the end result, like just the HTML, and giving it to people. Right. So like all that time is saved. Yeah. Um, and then all that cost is saved for you. Right. So so the other uh, so Cloudflare like biggest bang for your buck. The other one I think is web hosting, like just going with a good web ho- web hosting company. And I want to connect these two together because. Uh, I use WP Engine. You use WP Engine. They are mm-hmm. uh, their customer service is kick ass. They are yeah. aggr- they they do aggressive caching on their end. Their service is up all the time. We pay a little bit more for it. I mean, we do. Yeah. At the end of the day, like uh, we're not going to really save money if we have to spend three hours fixing a server problem that you could yeah. essentially delegate to their technical. Which team. I. When I was on HostGator, Jesus Christ, every goddamn month, at least some mm-hmm. major issue. Like I, there was a month in October, uh, two years ago, I think three years ago. I was in Colorado. I remember that, and I was out to breakfast one Saturday afternoon, and HostGator just shut all my websites down. Just done. Why? They said I was I was uh, doing too many SQL queries. Oh my god. And instead of that, you know, and I've had I've had uh, WP Engine do the same thing, but they at least contact you. This is because of Ernest. Yeah, Ernest was causing some issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, Cloudflare would have saved all that, and I think like so for uh, maybe I should say should I say this? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I was paying six hundred dollars a month for some university hosting account. I, I was also at one point paying six hundred. Yeah, that's um, what matters. Yeah, yeah, and then started to work with Cloudflare, which is twenty dollars a month, 
And but you didn't even necessarily. I mean, you did need to pay, I guess, for SwimU because you have the checkout stuff. Yeah. So I so I do have like SwimU is now through Cloudflare aggressively cached in the places that it makes sense and non aggressively cached with like checkout pages and stuff mm-hmm. uh, to the point that I was able to basically limit the amount of hits that my that that WP engine was getting, right? So they, they, it looked to them like you had reduced your traffic significantly. Right. And I mean, technically you did because Cloudflare was handling Cloudflare it. Cloudflare serving it, right. So, uh, and they, they recommend using Cloudflare too. Like, it's not a secret. Like, WP Engine works with Cloudflare seamlessly. Uh, to the point that I was able to drastically reduce the amount of, my, the, the amount of, like, um, the amount of draw my, dollars you gave. Yeah, that. I mean, that was ultimately it. But like, I saved them money. I saved WP Engine money by using Cloudflare mm. and being aggressive with my caching, and therefore was able to go from six hundred dollars a month to about a hundred dollars a month, roughly, in mm. server costs, uh, while actually having more traffic than I did before. So yeah. my traffic increased. Technically, like you know, in Google Analytics, traffic increased. Your page screen. P- uh, speed increased right page speed increased because of cloudflare like yeah it, it is those two together i think are the i mean honestly like that's that solves most of it right mm. that's like the biggest thing you can do i, I would say for sure and, and there's a lot of stuff we have on the rest of the list many of which if you do pay that 20 dollars a month to cloudflare it is part of their suite of tools right like yeah. it, they'll just do it for you right you um, won't even like know it. I mean, yeah, you'll know, but so I mean, like, yeah. If you really want to increase your page speed, I think those two, like, investing in a good uh, hosting company and in, investing in Cloudflare as your DNS is, and 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 doing the configurations. You have to you have to kind of mess with Cloudflare. You have to work at it a little bit to like get the configurations up to where, yeah, your site can just literally be lightning fast. You you may be creating a step by step thing in the in the whatever future yeah if i have my way you will create this thing and sell it okay then there you go um the other thing we want to talk about is is the design of your site in general now you know you and i we code our own thing and Mm. i remember when you came out with your new listen money matters design back in like february or wherever i was just like damn I love this because it was like you had said to me, like nothing on this website is not being used. Like, like it was like you had, you had like poured over the fact that not a single line of code was unnecessary and rewritten from the ground. up. Yeah. yeah. So your entire theme for your WordPress site is written by you. Yes. And so is mine. uh, All of mine. And, I hate when people ask me what theme I use. It really <laughs> bugs me, and I there's nothing I can do about it because they're that's such a common question. But like it's just like yeah. once and for all, I've never ever used a theme. I've never used a theme. I've been able to design websites in HTML from day one. My very first website was pure HTML pages, like multiple HTML pages that I had coded I, before that's I even hot. knew what WordPress was. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I. I you know, this is not something that everybody can do, but if you can hire a designer or you're a coder yourself, like I would highly recommend like thinking about theme design in 
in in the terms of page speed because the the truth is is that like with swim university i can say that like 70 to 75% of my traffic comes from mobile so all the fancy design shit that people do on websites is kind of irrelevant. It's, it's not being seen. It's not being that seen. That sidebar that you labored over, no one's getting yeah. it. Yeah, like that. The like the cool background image that like the the parallax effect where you scroll right. and all these things happening. No one's getting it. Nope. And it's slowing down your customers. Yeah, I actually uh, just removed on swimuniversity.com. There's a. I used to have a, a picture of a pool. In the background of the, you know, the, like the main featured image or whatever, but because I'm like, wait a minute, no one fucking sees this, like no one cares that it's a pool, so I just changed it to a solid blue background. Mm. That it was a design choice, but saved me like a ton of like extra loading, because those because that image was like 200 pixels wide, and over compressed, so it was just like, just remove it. Yeah, and. The thing is, everyone who's visited your site has visited other websites mm-hmm. and has probably seen the stuff you're trying to do, and it's pro- was probably done better. Yeah. So stop trying to be fancy. You're you're just ruining it. I will say though that I get complimented on my websites a lot mm. because they're so simple. Because they're like yeah. I I I am like kind of a I just strip away as much as every time I go in for a redesign like what can I take away from this I was just gonna say remove everything until you cannot remove anything else because it's not about the design it's about the the content and it's not even about how the content is you can structure content without spending a lot of time with cool fancy designs things and interestingly you'll I think that you'll find is if you remove a ton of stuff and you leave less options Mm -hmm. you know more likely the options remaining are the things you really want them to do yeah and they will be they won't be distracted by all these other things. You'll have more conversions yeah. and things that you want. That's true. That's true. It's a good byproduct. I mean, this is we're talking about specifically like I got rid of images. I got rid of like certain images. I got rid of JS scripts, like JavaScript stuff that was just mm. like for design elements, like, oh, this made this thing do this animation. No one cares. Yeah. Make it a button. Just make people click it. Who gives a Ho- fuck? Image hover with a pin button. No one's clicking the pin button. Nope. It, you can't even hover on mobile. Yeah, just delete just it. Just delete it. Yeah, like please. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and then unused CSS lines, like literal lines, like uh, yeah. oh, we don't even have we we took this we took this div out. We don't even need this line of code anymore. Delete it. Like every line of code is a thing that the robot has to like move through to to render your pages. There, so there's uh, inspect in Google Chrome. Yeah. That is just life-changing. Like, if you want to know what code is not being used, it, it Inspect will tell right. you. It's just, yeah. Um, speaking of re- removing things, I'm going to skip one here and, and go with removing unused plugins in, in WordPress because uh, I have, as a developer, or as a WordPress developer, and ha- used to have clients, it is shocking the amount of plugins that people have on their in their WordPress sites. It's it's unruly. And it is slowing the loading of your pages down. Yep. If you're trying to edit posts, it's slowing that down. What's crazy like, is like people don't even realize that uh, maybe they do realize, but you could have a plugin that you don't use anymore and it's fine. Uh but because you have it on your site, it's probably loading something into your header of your main website 
which if it's coded poorly is slowing down your entire load time. Mm. So like if you have plugins that are like you're just not using anymore and I do this constantly. Like every once in a while I'll go in and go, "Do I really use this plugin? Like can I live without this plugin? Even if it's active, I'll del- I'll delete it." Yeah. You know, it, like just removed one recently yeah. that like I had, you know. I'm sure and look, Sorry, guys. I'm sure it sped up your website. And, you know, the interesting thing is I was trying to, I'm trying to build something and it was conflicting with this thing I was trying to build. Yeah. And I was spending days trying to work around it. Screw that. I yeah, deleted it. Deleted. And, and look, if you want the list of the ones that you give a shit about and I give a shit about, we did an episode on it yep. earlier. Um, and I, I listen to it if there's not a list. I don't know if Matt, there isn't a list. You, you can show. email me. I've had people email me and I've just sent them the list. There is a list on Listen Money Matters. Okay. Um, yeah. If you just search like WordPress plugin on the site, you'll probably find it. Yep. Uh, um, and yeah. then, uh, as far as like the rest of it is concerned, like, uh, I've to kind of, kind of, kind of stay on this vein of, of like the actual code itself. I think using less JavaScript, which I kind of mentioned, I, I was, you know, JavaScript sometimes is just like, I don't know what the future of it is. I, I I've heard and as you made, I'm kind of looking at you for this because I don't mm. really understand it. But like React is a form of JavaScript, right? And yeah, it's it's compiled, and I mean it's it's um it's amazing. Okay, and it is nothing like jQuery. jQuery is like antiquated, 1995, and you know it's good for what it's good for. Um, but most people are not going anywhere near this route and i guess it's more for web applications like building a web app right it's it's so you so can like, interact with the when you first saw google maps yeah and you could like zoom and it was all loaded and it just the way that it worked i remember I, my mind was like repeatedly blown in the series of like seconds wow the the you're you're just imagining yeah, like, <laughs> I, guess. I, I i've never been like blown away by that and the the it was it's JavaScript. Google's whole thing. They were like the first people to really, really popularize it is yeah. heavy lifting JavaScript. But chances are if you're having a blog or some whatever, you don't need yeah. it. There are ways to do things in CSS now, because CSS is crazy powerful. Like uh I used to have pop ups on my sites. Um, I still do have a pop-up on some university, but you have to click it to get it. Mm-hmm. All CSS, no JavaScript. I was just going to say, yeah. And, I mean, a fraction of the code yep. doesn't block load time. Nope. You probably, aside from Google Analytics, you probably don't need any JavaScript. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, that really kind of chaps my ass about, like, just loading outside stuff. Like, you know, you have to load. If you want to know the analytics on your website... You can load something like Google Analytics. You know they host their own JavaScript, so you're kind of at the mercy of their servers. But again, it's Google. But most, right. like GT Metrics and even Google themselves, like Google PageSpeed Test, will ding their own Google Analytics JavaScript because it's outside JavaScript, and, and it is slowing your site. down. And it is slowing it your blocking. site down. You can put it in the footer, so it's not as like mm. you know blo- render it. It doesn't block the rendering time, but still there. Uh, yeah. Facebook pixel. If you're not doing, if you're not doing Facebook shit, 
take the pixel off your website. Like you have to be doing hardcore stuff for it to be worth it for you to load the pixel. Yeah. That will seriously slow your shit. I down. used to have the pixel on some university because I'm like, oh, one day I'll do Facebook ads or one day I'll, you know, and, and everybody. On that day, add it in. Right. Well, everyone's told you, like, you want that data, right? You want to like collect that data so that when you do run Facebook ads, you could do retargeting. And I'm like, I actually I'd rather the page speed. I don't, I don't do, mm. I don't do Facebook ads. I've tried them. I'm not a fan of them. I don't want to invest my time into them. So I just I was like, all right, I don't need this. And it, you know, another and thing. And why that, pay for Facebook ads when you could just get way more traffic for free with SEO? Yeah. Hashtag HRFs. Uh, <laughs> I, the thing about the one thing that I'm still kind of, it's still bumming me out and I'm not really sure how to fix it yet. And we still have mm. to work on this together, I think, is like, Embedding YouTube videos because it, it requires a lot of outside JavaScript. So, um, the, so I built this thing that we use that lazy loads images. Yes. And it's the exact same concept where basically depending on where you scroll in the screen, it loads. Yeah. It's on my list. I only have like two YouTube videos on my site. So it wasn't like the biggest fish I have to fry. Yeah. I, I'll fry it for you though. But it's, yeah, it's fryable. I'll bread and fry it. It's fryable. Mm. Um, and speaking of images... Now, we talked about – we actually didn't put this in there, but lazy loading images is something mm. you can do because if you have a, a blog post with a lot of images on it, when you first load the page, you, you don't even see half of – or most of the images that are probably in that blog post. So, like, why load them until you need them, right? So that the way the right. initial page loads as fast as possible. And there are plugins that do this for you. We developed – well, you developed your own, which we could have used the plugin for, Right. I, I built it because there was nothing else that I saw that like wasn't clanky and. Right. But look, there's there are plenty of things. I think there's one called Lazy Load. Yeah, you can just get it and it works for sure. Yeah, so that's big. That'll that'll save you a ton of bandwidth. And to kind of like wrap some like uh, numbers around that. Mm-hmm. So in the last month, I'm sorry. This is. Ah, well, it's loading. I'll, I'll, What's loading? What's taking forever to load? Uh, so, so I want to share the... Ah, so it's loaded. Okay. How about that? So um, in the last 24 hours, and this is generally how the site works anyways, half of List of Money Matters traffic was the feed just for the podcast. Yeah. But interestingly, um, it's a little over a quarter. It looks like if I had had to add it up, it was about like 26, 27% are images. Yeah. And so... I mean, take the feed out, it makes this a bigger portion. Mm-hmm. And likely on your page, it's probably like 70 plus percent of the page size is your images. Yeah. If those have to load, when the page loads, that slows it down like crazy. Yeah. How about you load them when you need them? Right. If they're not getting to the bottom of the page, load don't them. load the image on the bottom of the page. Right. Huge thing. And on top of that, the image itself. I mean, uh, one, the first thing I would say is like a lot of people, and I know this because it's happened at my sites, will just load the image. You download an image from like stock. I mean, this is, happens a lot, right? You download a stock photo image. You upload it to to WordPress as is, probably fucking like 200,000 pixels wide <laughs> or whatever. You let right. you let WPN or you let uh, WordPress do its crappy compression and it's and it's and whatever. And then you put it on the site, and it's like, dude, you're loading a massively huge uh, image, and it's and you're forcing to shrink it with CSS. It's like you have a stupid stock image of a heart yeah. that doesn't add anything to the article, and it's adding like five megs to the load. Right, right. One, I would argue, get rid of the stock photos. 
Mm. That's you know where I where I sit on on I feel very strongly about stock photos. Get rid of them. Take your own fucking photos. It's not that hard. We yeah. all have phones in our pockets with cameras built into them. <laughs> Especially if it's like a picture of somebody on a laptop. You are somebody on a laptop. Take a fucking <laughs> picture. <laughs> Make yeah. your own images. Add to the internet. Don't regurgitate. That's I'm sorry, I can get up on a I can get up on a fucking soapbox <laughs> about this topic. Or, and or not go in- to one of Matt's websites and take him his images because they're original. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> just take mine. Uh, so one that like just just uploading correctly sized images. If you're if the width of your content is at maxes out at 800, 800 pixels, which is mine does, then there's no reason for you to upload an image bigger than eight hundred pixels. Sixteen hundred pixels. Why do you say that? For retina displays. 1,600 pi- pixels. Double it. Because it's two pixels per yeah, one. Got it. So, fine. Do that. But, you know what? You could load this, because I think the next one that you wanted to, like, careen into is you can load the big picture mm-hmm. because uh, there are ways to make it suck less. Yeah, so you can use, uh, I use a plugin called Smush, which automatically compresses the images on upload into WordPress, and it's free. You use... E W W W, ew. It's e w w w dot io. It's a cloud and, uh, service, right? So they take the images from my server, send it to theirs, optimize them, and then send it back. It all it all happens like behind the scenes, monthly, and it's based on usage. And you get a bunch of free credits. Yeah, monthly. Listen, my matters pays less than eleven dollars for that service um, for all the stuff that we upload and. So yeah, you could, you could also use tinypng.com or compressor.io. I forgot mm. to just remember that one. Where you can, uh, when you after you create the image, you can just send it to that. You can just upload it to that site. It'll compress it and then send you back the file. And then you can upload that to WordPress. So if right. you don't want to pay for it, you don't want to have it built into WordPress for whatever reason. Uh, or if you're doing it for design purposes and you're not going to be storing it up into like the WordPress you know, content. It's folder. like in your theme files. Yeah, or something. then you can use those services. Mm. And saving them in, if you're using Photoshop or whatever, saving them like, you know, compressed. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, uh, one one thing you can do, which is crazy, is if you're using an entire vector image, right? Mm-hmm. That's like an an illustration, perhaps. It could be SVG. Yeah, which is basically nothing. Like the, that was one of my favorite like optimizing things because it's like bytes. Yeah, the size of it. It's literally a math formula. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, JPEGs are really just for photos only. Yeah, you know if you if it's if you have a, I've noticed that like if you if you save a JPEG, if you save it as a PNG, it'll be more. It'll like. If you save it as a JPEG, it'll be less. But if you have a vector image and you save that as a JPEG, it'll be more than a PNG. Mm. Do you know about WebP? I do, yeah. So it's like this new format that Google came up with and it like optimizes it more. Do, does Smush serve them? Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, Cloudflare converts all your stuff into WebP. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I guess it's redundant and ew. Right. Because I was wondering, because it looked like it wasn't working in Ew, yeah. but I'm, I know I'm serving them. Anyways, that'll even reduce your images further. Yeah. Honestly, you can spend most a lot of, time of these on things circle back to Cloudflare. Yeah, that's true. And you can spend a lot of time on images too, but uh, yeah. 
I would say if you can try to limit the amount of images, if you can. I super think that you need to optimize them, whether it's like yeah. smush, ew, whatever. Um, yeah, and what were you going to say? Well, so the reason, so I, were you using smush for like ever and ever? I've been, I've been using it for a while, yeah. So I wasn't doing it for a while. I did it as part of my redesign in February. Yeah. And the one thing with ew is it allowed me to like just because they charge per image and yeah. whatever, they allow me to just bulk do it. Yeah. So I just like hit a button, stepped away for a day, and came back and it was just like the whole site was done. Yeah. So you can do it with with smush. You just have to keep hitting the button and it does 50 images at a time. That's what that's that's literally why I switched. Oh, because... it took me didn't take me that. I don't have that many images. Mm. So. All right, fine. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I like it. It's super simple. I mean, I you know, it's like kind of runs in the background. And speaking of like minimizing things, the last thing I think we have on this list is uh, using auto optimize. I know that. So this is basically taking JavaScript files and CSS files and HTML, mm-hmm. and basically like like kind of like taking in all the it. comments, the extra space shrinking them down to their smallest possible size. Yeah, so if you like right click and inspect or right click and like view source, it would just look like a big pile of it would just look like a big mess of code. It's there's no it's yeah. not broken up or indented or anything. It's just like all white space is gone, just rows and rows and rows of code. And Cloudflare will do this for you. You can li- this is on the free version. Yeah. You can literally check two boxes under their minify CSS JavaScript done. Yeah. Um, there's also a WordPress plugin called Auto Auto Optimize. Right, and that's what I use. One O. Mm. I I do I smush the HTML and I smush CSS. I tend not to smush JavaScript because it if I have any JavaScript on there because it kind of is JavaScript so fucking finicky that it usually breaks things if I do that. So there is something called and I, I'm gonna butcher the name of it called like Closure. Uh huh. Yeah, you butchered that um, one. <laughs> closure yeah so if you go to closure dash compiler dot app spot dot com jesus that that's the url this this is closure is a formula on compressing javascript made by google hmm. um and so you can paste your javascript code in there and it will make it smaller than any minifying and it will work oh there you go so yeah, minif- yes, minify your own j- JavaScript is what you're saying. If you if you are writing your own stuff, yeah. If you're not, like you can't really. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think that's like pretty much all of the things that you can do to make your website faster. Again, the biggest bang for your buck being Cloudflare and good web hosting, and then developing your own theme. I think would be the second part of that because, or the yeah, like because. We're paying for some help just to do specific yeah. optimization yeah. things. If you're paying for SEO help or any other help in any way, shape, or form, and your business is reliant on uh, search engine traffic, stop paying for those things and pay for this first. Yeah. Um, it was a huge priority. When I finally, like, it was a, it's, a, it's always a priority for me. It's a mm-hmm. constant priority. And look, it, it like directly relates to cost and, you know, the bounce rate of people to your site. And yep. if your site is not bouncing, Google rewards you. Yep. Um, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I don't think we have to sell people on 
increasing page speed. I can see that's yeah. everyone likes a fast loading website. You want to make a lot of sales, make your website slower. Yeah. Like, ah, I like my website slow, just the way it is. Thanks you very much, Andrew. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know who I am right now, but I don't take the high speed train. I walk it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get to work on time. Anyway. Uh what, what are we gonna do with our remaining fifteen minutes? Uh I'm gonna thank Jen from GreenBabyDeals.com for my middle name this week. Stretchy. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on the show, email me, Matt at MoneyLab.co. And if you want the, the list of plugins or the list of things that we, I mean, not really a list here. If you want a list, email Matt. <sighs> like, Matt, send me lists. Yeah. He'll do it. Also, if you're going to email <laughs> me, send me a middle name suggestion while you're at it. Mm. That'd be great. If you, if like, you really want a, a full list, send a link to the review you wrote about the podcast. There you go. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. What about Overcast? They're in there. Oh, they are? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Apple- I was hoping I'd be able to keep adding one. No, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And if you do, please leave a review. What uh, about Deezer? Who? Deezer? No. If it's not oh, on my H. list, if it's not in Transistor, I'm not. <laughs> it's not going on the list. And I Heart Radio is not oh, on there, okay. but now it's just funny. If you really like this show, please subscribe. No, if you like this show, tell your friends about it, and and then they'll subscribe. Hopefully, that's what we want. Mm. Um, thanks for talking to me about page speed. No, thank you. Oh, thank you. Mm. Mm, thank you. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.